All right. What's up, bootstrappers? Hey, guys. We're back again. We're back. It's 10 a.m. It's way too early. Um, Mike, we would really like to formally request like some sort of like coffee drip, something here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I need something. Maybe a mimosa. Yeah, I think the mimosa is going to have to have to make its way. We'll have a little mimosa bar oh, right I here. Love it. We're just like putting different things, a little raspberry, a little grapefruit juice. Wherever we get the inspiration. Next thing you know, it could become a thing at Classy. We could be bringing a good little mimosa. Oh, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm a double fister at brunch. Um, I do a mimosa in one hand and a coffee in the other. It's a... Keeping it balanced. It's, it's basically like an espresso martini in the morning, you know? <laughs> you put them in your mouth at the same time, swish around. Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with espresso martinis, and my running joke is that they're just adult four locos. <laughs> I, I mean, it's caffeine, it's coffee, I mean, or alcohol, it's, it's great. It's well, everything you need in one. <laughs> it's everything you need. Well, speaking of everything you need in one, this podcast. Um, so if you need networking, advice, whatever... This is where you're at. You're here. You already know. Um, but we're really excited to kind of deep dive into what we did last week and some updates and what's kind of been uh, encompassing our entire lives the past seven days. So our events that we've been having obviously have been very successful. Um, last week, or actually this past Wednesday, we had um, the event with the Hispanic Chamber. Katie did a LinkedIn kind of deep dive with a couple people. And, of course, we had headshots, which... How do you think it went? I think it went really great. I mean, number one, Lamech's a photographer, a fantastic photographer. Um, it was it was just really great. Even one of my bartenders jumped in and he had a suit on. It was so great. And I cannot even tell you the power of a good headshot. Um, what do you think like makes a good headshot? I think the way that um, you're posing, um, the lighting, also like I was saying earlier, um, what we wear. Sometimes, depending on, on how versatile you want your headshot to be, because it's easy to crop it just, you know, to maybe at shoulder and, and from, you know, shoulder up. But sometimes you want to give a little bit more. That way people can kind of see who you are. And to me, it's very playful what you wear, but it's also it, it gives a good professional look at who you are. Um, but I love the way that Lamech was able to set up. Um, you know, have a little bit of a glam team there. And I was actually telling him, I think he needs to honestly offer that package. I think it's a great deal. I mean, y'all had the mirror, which it's like, okay, let me get rid of the double chin. Oh, my hair is weird. Or it's like sitting on my shoulder weird. Any of those things, you can see it. And then they were like spray, uh, spraying your hair down and stuff. It was perfect. I think honestly, you know, you just mentioned the mirror. Um, when you're doing a headshot, you know, when most people are like, all right, are you ready? One, two, three, smile. And you're like, uh, did, did you get it? Did you not? I think the mirror helps to kind of give you that more relaxed, like, okay, I like it. Take it. And so that way you see what you're going to get and, and you feel more confident. It's a professional selfie. It's basically a selfie. It's like, let me see how I yeah. look. Remember when digital cameras first came out with the little mirror on the front of the camera? That, that, that was, uh, man, selfies used to be really hard. There was a way to do it. Remember when you had to stand in front of the mirror and like, the camera to, to kind of am I aiming it right I don't know TikTok has become a thing of all the things back me in 2006 with your Abercrombie you're like two little tank tops and then you had to grab the camera angled 
make it look cool. I'm sorry. I mean, it was so high up and you're just like, I mean, I don't know if if you're listening, you have no idea what I look like, but I look ridiculous. And then don't forget the. The lips. The lips. The duck face. I never did the full on duck face. You might be able to find one or two out there, but like I was always. I think I would like smirk a couple of times. Smirk. But I don't think I could do You put a little bit of air. You put a little bit of air. It's like an instant like (laughs) lip filler, you know, temporary lip filler. Things that were a thing that really aren't a thing anymore. <laughs> Speaking of, I have you seen my stories from last night? Is this a conspiracy theory about the it's person part? That's okay, dead? it starts with the conspiracy theory. It starts with the conspiracy. Okay, so I have a conspiracy theory, and it might be debunked now. I don't know. I started texting my friends from high school, like to talk about this, and like so. I had this French teacher. He was my favorite teacher. He was that teacher that you would like go and eat lunch in his room with a couple of your friends, and you know go after school and hang out with him. And he was just that cool. And he was young, which he seemed old to me, but he was thirty. So he was fairly young and one year, so between my sophomore and uh, junior year, he died in the middle of the summer, just randomly died. Um, and nothing was ever really talked about it. It was just, he was gone. And there was no, this is a tiny town. They have nothing better to talk about on the news. Like if a teacher died, you would think that'd be like front page story and it wasn't. And so it just never really resonated with me and I couldn't find anything online about him. No no proof that this man existed. So I went on familysearch.com, which is this like Mormon genealogy website. And I mean, I found everything out about him. I mean, everything. So either the FBI did, knew that I was on the trail and they were like, we need to plant some evidence in this thing that he exists. Or maybe he was real. Or maybe he did die. I don't know. Um, it was really sad. <laughs> I like that you just said that because I really want to kind of point that women really are like FBI Oh, agents. we're so good at that. I found his we gravestone. We will find you. <laughs> we will be able to see what we need to see. We just need a little name. Just give me a Anything. Name. You don't even have to give me a last name, which that's why I got my yearbook out last night. I haven't opened this thing up in like 12 years because <laughs> I wanted to confirm that his name was Robert um, because I, I remember Bob or Rob or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I called him Mr. Hyde. And so, which again, Mr. Hyde, come on. Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, he's hiding. You know, <laughs> there was a lot of, anyway. So I basically went to go confirm and I opened up my sophomore year book and it was, wow. Like whole time capsule. You went oh, down a rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole. I mean, it was like, there was like this year in history and it was like, Senator Barack Obama speaks at the Democratic convention. Wi-Fi is a thing. I'm like, Wi-Fi is a thing. <laughs> Wi-Fi has always been a thing, right? It didn't come out that the year. The things that we lived without in the past that I can't even imagine today, <sighs> especially for like, well, for me with the kids, literally we just switched internet and you have no idea, Robert, um, has been coming in. My internet's not working. I'm You're having, Robert, not my teacher right, Robert, right? My son Robert. <laughs> yeah, no, my son Robert comes in and he's like, what's wrong with the internet? And we had just switched. So obviously they, they had gotten it set up. He's like, this is like a light speed of blah, 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 blah. Like you expect me to play my game because all our, our kids are gaming on the computers <laughs> and the PCs. And if the speed of the internet, it's not up to their standards. Obviously they're already losing. It's lagging. This is lame. And I'm like, okay, Enough. And I don't know if you know the terminology of the children these days, and now you even feel old. Anytime, instead of saying lame, this is cancer. Like This is, this cancer. is cancer. And I'm like looking at them. I'm like, what is this? He's like, it means it's lame, but you don't say I've lame I've never anymore. heard that yet. That has not made it to the TikTok yet. Well, that, that's all I keep hearing. And, and any little thing that I'm like, how would you? And, and then I felt 
I truly felt like I aged myself in a horrible way, which God knows we're not old. But still, because I'm like, how would you guys have made it back in the day when we had dial-up internet? <laughs> What's dial-up internet? It's when the internet went, beep, 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 beep. And you had to put a pillow over it yeah. when you were sneaking on at night so your parent didn't wake up your parents. Or you had to get off when they need to use the phone. And it's like, you're interrupting me while we're on AOL. <laughs> I don't care you need to dial 911, Mom. My crush just logged on to AIM. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, <sighs> Kind of like memory lane here. Oh, I know. Well, speaking of cancer, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going over to cancer. Um, I should have done a zodiac thing right then. But one of the pages, it would, it was defining the words that we used. So, like, if you said cancer, they would define cancer as lame, which cancer is lame. But wasn't that <laughs> wasn't there? Um, was it Urban Dictionary? It was basically that. Isn't but, that what that is? Yeah, but it was in the yearbook, and they were defining the word. Crunk. Oh, crunk. I was like, wow. I don't think I ever used crunk. Like, let's get crunk. I remember that. I remember cutty. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what's happening was one of them. Or uh, I remember was it. That was one. (laughs) W-Z-Z-Z-Z-U-P. Was it. Actually, you know what? Speaking into the Zodiac aspect, last week's episode, Katie talked about how our Zodiac sign said that we are in our era of- Our era. Trying to like enjoy, kind of reap the rewards of everything that we've done between our hustle and bustle. And obviously we're working so hard. Tell me why Katie was stressing um, all last week over this Silicon Valley Bank situation. (laughs) And I'm like, Katie, we need to relook at that Zodiac because we're not supposed to be in a high stress era right now. Look, man, it was it was stressful. It was stressful. And that is like a really great thing to talk about because there's a lot of confusion out there and people are like well is my money safe and my bank locally like sent out an email being like don't worry your money is safe and you know there's a lot of things that have to you know there are a lot of things in play and there's a lot of things that happened really fast that made all of that really go down um it's 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 crazy you know we have a lot of banks here locally like tfmb extra co there's countless of banks that really are aimed towards small businesses. And that's really what Silicon Valley was. Silicon Valley was the small business bank of San Francisco, tech, healthcare. They have 50% of all startups, um, literally all tech startups, 50% of their bank accounts are in that bank. 44% of healthcare tech. Um, And healthcare tech is anything from like, you know, monitors for like diabetes and like all kinds of different technology apps, things like that. Um, and this bank had it all. And, um, you know, I don't know if you want a rundown of what happened, but I could talk about it forever. Well, I mean, you experienced it. This is something you had to go through. I did. Yeah. My day job, they bank was Silicon Valley. And so, you know, on Thursday, it wasn't really in the news yet. It was just in the like, kind of like on the back pages, like you had to dig for it. It was on the local stuff, but you wouldn't see it like on mainstream, like it wasn't on like CNN, Fox News, MSNBC really yet. And I remember hearing about it. And then I had a friend text me and she's like, do y'all bank with Silicon Valley Bank too? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, uh, we just wired all of our money out. And it was a lot of money, um, more money than I could ever imagine. And um, it just kind of like that panic kind of sets over you. She's like, they're saying that, you know, the money's not going to be there, all this kind of stuff. And basically what happened was is, you know, back in 2019, this bank had, you know, about $40 billion in deposits, which is a lot of money. It's a lot of businesses deposits. And then a year later, 
you know, the tech boom. There was a huge boom. They had $309 billion. Um, and, you know, things were going great and they had all this excess cash and they've got to invest it because that's what banks do. That's how they pay their people. That's how they make money. Mortgage, but they don't do mortgages. Um, and, you know, long story short, um, you know, the federal interest rate went up. The uh, value of those bonds that they invested in went down. Then there was a bank run. And, yeah, the bank shut down in less than 48 hours with our bank's mo- with our company's money in it. <laughs> That's so crazy. And, you know, I'm glad that you kind of bring up a little bit about Silicon Valley because, um, you know, Elaine, who is a good friend of ours, she had mentioned something about, like, where should she put her money at as a, sm- a small business owner and kind of try to talk about the difference between a credit union and then a regular bank. Um, and I'm like, honestly, I, I can't speak on which one. I can tell you my experience with banks. Um, but I do believe that each banking system is going to be very different, like a credit union versus a regular bank, and then the way that they're insured and the way that they protect your money. I was like, I would just definitely go and do your research on, on where you want to be. Um, but luckily, you guys were able to get that kind of sorted out for for your job. And so... Yeah, thank FDIC. Because um, if you didn't know with the FDIC, and this is where a lot of the misinformation is, is like a lot of people were like, "Wow, well, are these people freaking out? Don't they know how the FDIC works? $250,000 is, is insured. They're going to be fine. It's like, oh, no, the 97% of these accounts had more than $250,000 in them. Um, and so the FDIC did step in on Sunday and insured all of the money basically said all the owners who have their money in there, they're going to be made whole. None of the taxpayers were going to take on that responsibility that was going to be paid for by the money in the FDIC, which is funded by the fees that the banks pay the FDIC. Um, so it's kind of like insurance. Hey, it's like, ins- I mean, it is insurance, it but is it's, insurance. it's it's bankers it's whole, insurance. Yeah, it's a whole different <laughs> ballgame of insurance, which, you know, insurance in and of itself, like we, we've talked all the time, it is important to have so many bases. And right now I have been heavily on, um, life insurance situation a lot of people especially I'm not sure if if you if you guys have something like this but at our agency Brian is a key person in the agency for me so it's one thing that he's my husband and so of course we have our normal life insurance you know for if if he were to die like do I need to pay off our home the kids are still in college what do I need to do but business side it's a whole different type of life insurance just learned about this on Shark Tank yesterday (laughs) (laughs) well I was talking about this yesterday. So I had gotten an invitation and I was in Austin. I told you that this week I've been um, in Austin and back. And so um, I had gotten an uh, an invite to be at the consulate of Mexico in Austin. And so I've been doing a lot of stuff with them on the financial aspect of businesses, growing businesses, how to protect your money and whatnot. And we were discussing all this about life insurance, but for the business side of things. Um, And so I don't think a lot of people knew about that. And so I have, and you know, when I say it, people are like, what does that mean? Are you going to put a hit on your husband? I'm like, no, (laughs) it means that I have Brian, uh, you know, we, we have an insurance policy for, he's my key man. So I need something to kind of happen. If if he passes away, our business has to keep going. And so we're insured and protected in that manner, which is completely separate from, the normal life insurance as I'm his spouse and, of course, that he has for us. So it, it's so many different things. And I'm always like, life insurance is not just like, oh, I have life insurance, done. Um, what exactly do you want the life insurance to do for you? Are we looking to just pay, you know, your funeral and that's it, you know, final expense? Are you looking for mortgage protection? Are you looking for an investment? Like, there's so many different situations. So when it comes to the banking on the aspect of insurance, I was like, there's insurance for that. And there it's crazy. Is. There's insurance for everything. And it is important. And I wish people would really, like, 
put a little more emphasis on why protecting, you know, your loved ones or your assets and all this stuff is important in case of situations like this, you're protected. Um, number one, it is blowing my mind that I just learned what the key key man insurance was yesterday, thanks to Shark Tank. <laughs> um, basically, this guy came on and was like, he was, but he was the brand. And so one of the contingencies on the investment was, you are the brand, you get hit by a bus, there's no more brand. Right. And so he was like, this is contingent on key man insurance. And I was like, wow, what is this? But I was thinking, and this is a great topic to kind of segue to back to um, your newly remodeled LinkedIn. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of people on in on LinkedIn lately now with the Silicon Valley banking crisis, pushing things like DNO insurance and which is directors and owners, directors, directors and, and officers. officers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, both are O's. It's fine. Yeah. But directors and officers insurance and things like that, that would supplement if something like this were to happen. Um, and that's just, you know, Hey, reach out to me. This is really great reason that we should be talking about this kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, it's, it's, it's been a wild ride. Oh, it is. And I think, especially with us being very much involved here locally, um, how many times do we hear of a nonprofit and now they have a board and now they need this and they need that? Well, one of the biggest things to, to discuss on insurance for them is the directors and officers. You have a board and you have to make sure that there's insurance. We have to know, you know, kind of properly what you're doing. Um, we were discussing this the other night at a meeting and I'm like, most meetings, I would think, and, you know, guys, obviously everybody's going to run their situation differently, but I want to say most people that we know, if, if you know, you're on a board and you're one of those people that's a, an officer totally. or whatnot, if I missed it, if I missed this meeting, I should be able to go back and read the minutes and it should all be there <laughs> word for word, like everything that was discussed. But there's a couple that I'm like, oh, I missed the meeting. Oh, okay, well, we'll just catch you up. I'm like, well, how are we running this? Because I could have sworn I quoted and you guys are supposed to, you know, it's important to do those things. Yes. Especially when we discuss it also, even on like entities, when somebody's like, I, I was actually talking to someone um, on Monday as they are an LLC and they want to switch over to an S corporation and like the, what all it entails from, you know, are you going to be having shares and how much are they worth and what are you giving? Also, are you going to be doing the meetings? Are you going to be taking minutes? And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> And I'm like, well, there's different things that comes with what you are and how you can present yourself. But it's it's kind of getting into a deep dive of saying this is where I want to be and what do I need to do and how do I go about doing it? And also reaching out for help and talking to people, seeing what for their sure. experience is and, and how to go about doing that. But I have been seeing that on LinkedIn, which I don't know if you guys have been looking at my LinkedIn. Y'all should. You should. <laughs> go, go. You know what? Connect with both of us on LinkedIn. That's yes. what I was doing. We should have been. Okay. Number one, that is something I'm going to start doing. I'm going to go get one of those cards. You know, those little metal cards that like when you hold them up to your phone and everything pops up. I'm going to get one of those. I need one. And it's going to have my LinkedIn on there because, uh, you know. Connect with me. I met a guy at Alta Vista with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce at the Café en Pan Dulce. Um, he's here in Waco locally, and he does those cards. He Ooh. actually had his card. And, um, you know, we were um, scanning the QR code, and he was telling me that he can get it done on um, at any given moment. Like, yeah. literally within, like, the next two days, you'll have your card. Um, so we should reach out to him. We Let, should. Let's connect with him on that. Um, also, kind of, like, he does a bunch of um, charcuterie boards with custom logos. Oh, I love a good charcuterie board. So who knows? We might get custom charcuterie boards with a little SC, stay classy. Uh, or a BYOB. 
Oh, I like that. We can have a charcuterie <laughs> oh, board in the. That's how we'll hide the hole. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't know, there's a hole in the middle of the table. I'm sorry, Mike, for giving away your secrets. Feel free to take this out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it was it it's been great. But yes, I. Number one, your LinkedIn was so easy to update, um, A, because there wasn't much there. B, <laughs> um, the SEO on your website, I was able to grab everything from your website, all of your information, all the keywords are super easy to do. Um, basically, I took your um, I took your bio on your website, kind of spruced it up a little bit more, and then I put in every single keyword you possibly could use, and I grabbed them right from your website, because your SEO on your website is top notch. And I went and added a bunch of skills and all those kind of things. The only thing I'm missing is I know that you have a lot of things that you do with the community, like boards and things like that. And I think that's the last thing that needs to be added. Okay. So I added your, you know, your beautiful headshot. And speaking of, we talked about headshots earlier. I want to talk about her headshot because I really like it. One, she has a really cool like power stance, which is, I, I really like the power stance. It's like the arms crossed, it shows confidence, love that. But then when we're talking about the outfits, it's not your traditional suit. Like she's not wearing a suit, she's not wearing a button up. It's kind of like a pleather leather, like almost, I would say like a sleeveless top. I, want, I don't want to call it like a tank top because it's not a tank top, but it's it's a very much so a very professional, but like sexy professional top. And it's perfect because, you know, it, it, it shows confidence, but also professionalism, a little bit of sex appeal. We love it. <laughs> I will say on, on, on the concept of what to wear on that, obviously I'm not average outfit wearer I guess I don't know I'm wearing a big um tutu from the um, princess tiana collection with the disney line right now <laughs> um obviously I'm a disney adult if you guys do not know that I am absolutely a disney adult and so Brian is always like what are you wearing like this morning he's like you're really like wearing it I was like yeah when disney sends it to you you wear it um, and so Walt personally like, sent this to me <laughs> um but no I think that's the thing about having fun and being confident in what you're wearing but also knowing kind of the audience who you're going to be kind of showcasing this. Yeah, day. for sure. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, um, it's kind of like a leather pleather or kind of sleeveless blouse. Yeah, but it that's wouldn't a have, good way to put it. But blouse. it wouldn't <laughs> have been a, a spaghetti tank. No. You know? So there's certain little things to, to kind of look at when you're doing that. But I, I, I love the picture. Um, and it's hard for me. I'm very picky. But obviously, we have an amazing photographer, you guys. Mm, Lamech, follow him. He needs a LinkedIn. He needs an we had Instagram, you guys. He needs every, okay. If you go on Instagram, you can find him, Lamech Rosa. So we're just gonna a hundred percent fill him out over there. But he needs the Lamech Rosa's photography because he's Absolutely. chosen that as his name, and he just needs to move towards putting that out on social media so people can connect with him and get in touch with him and keep it kind of separate. You know, obviously, if anybody wants to talk about, hey, we want to throw a party at State Classy. Most people go onto, you know, Facebook, um, Instagram, or Google, or, you know, a lot of people do know to, to email in. They don't normally go to, hey, let me look at, you know, Katie's LinkedIn and Katie's Insta right. to start talking about it. Like, it's great to have that separation. Absolutely. And also, like, so the other day I was recommending Lamech to Christina for her quinceanera. And, or not for Christina's quinceanera, but for Christina's daughter's quinceanera. <laughs> But um, one of the things that, um, you know, she was like, oh, show me some of his photos. I've seen the ones from the bar. And so, like, I went to his page, and 
there is, you have to go to the stories, but it isn't super apparent. He does family photography just from his personal one. And so there are links there and you can find them. So good job, Lamech. Um, but it's not super apparent right at the beginning. And then I went and showed and she was like, absolutely, these are great. Um, and so it's, it just, you know, it's, it's one of those things that separate plus SEO. Then when people look up photography in Waco, Texas, you're going to pop up. That's why all of those, like people who have photography pages, it says Waco photographer in the name, because when you look it up, it's going to pop They're up. It's going to pop up. And, and it's been good to kind of share that. And obviously you guys have heard that we've done a lot of collaborations, whether it's with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, you know, bringing in Lameg, all the, all the things that we do together. I really feel like we're stronger together in everything that we do. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's all about like when you're, bringing in these people and then they get to then bring build off. It's, it's like this whole, it's a chain reaction. You know, if it all starts with one connection that you make with somebody, one friendship, one business relationship, that's why networking is so important because you never know what will grow from it. You know, you might have a friend or something like that, that maybe that nothing actually happened. Is your time as a business owner being absorbed by ongoing human resources issues and concerns? Are you spending hours recruiting, interviewing, onboarding, training, and struggling to retain good employees? Let the Victory Employer Services give you your time back. My name is Elaine Botheo, CEO and founder of the Victory Employer Services. Let my professional HR team provide one-on-one HR consultation and services for your business. We will write your job descriptions, oversee your interviewing and hiring processes, help you develop competitive compensation plans, help you stay compliant with employment laws, and much more. We are local here in Waco and we offer our services at reasonable rates. Let the Victory Employer Services offer you peace of mind. Call the Victory Employer Services at 254-715-7554 or visit our website at thevictoryes.com. So obviously when we come together and we do collaborations, it, it makes us a little bit of a stronger team, but it all starts, like you mentioned, with a connection, whether it's a friendship, a, a relationship in business and networking. And honestly, networking can be networking, but you never know what's going to come from that because a lot of the times when we've done our networking, we kind of transfer some of that. And, you know, obviously to me, Katie, Katie and I do a lot of things together. So from our networking situation comes our mastermind situation. And if I have a, a business idea or if I have something going on with my business or I need somebody, I, I feel like I have a small group of like masterminds that will know, have the experience or have an idea that I may not be seeing. So I get to get a different point of view from these amazing people. And so I think that's the best way to start a relationship and, and gear it to that. Oh, absolutely. And bouncing ideas or, you know, saying, hey, this is something I kind of want to do. What do you think? And then, you know, you might offer like, oh, that sounds awesome. What if you did this twist? I mean, it was like that one time we were just sitting down with Andy at yes. the bar and we just had the idea of she just came to us and with the after hours, office hours or office hours, after hours idea at Stay Classy. And then just us sitting there for a couple of hours over a couple of amazing cocktails, um, it just spiraled into the let's have themes, let's do like a fundraiser, let's, and it was just like, yeah. and it, it really worked out great. Yeah. And I like it. I mean, obviously, we could easily just say, hey guys, come by membership drive, done. 
But how about come by? We're going to do a LinkedIn look at your LinkedIn and kind of review it. We're going to do headshots. We're going to do um, a little bit of bites, come out and eat. Like we're making it very fun to get to know, you know, the Hispanic chamber and make the connections with them. But also you guys get to come in and, and, and talk to us, ask questions on anything that we might be talking about here or just any other thing on how to get involved in a different way. It's really the only way to really, truly get involved in the community is to show up and meet people and talk with them. And, you know, it's also give and take, you know, it's giving that mentorship where you have it, you know, and the experiences you've done and, and vice versa. I mean, that's, it's the best way to build those relationships. Yeah. It's always, I'm always going to learn something. Um, I don't ever want to say, oh, I know everything because at that point, then how valuable are you? I mean, um, I, I mean, I've said it before, always stay learning, learn from someone else. There's always something that you can take from what someone is either speaking about, teaching on, um, or just, it'll help you. Absolutely. It'll, um, it's, it's the only way to go. Always be learning. Put that in my yearbook. Did you have a quote in your yearbook? I don't think I did. I didn't either. I, I wasn't I cool enough to be quoted. You know, like, I didn't get a superlative. Like, I also went to a local Catholic high school with a graduating class of, like, 29. So your quote would have been, like, a Bible verse. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't cool enough to be quoted. I wasn't cool enough to, like, uh, you know, have all of the different. Uh, I was. I did not have a superlative. I was not most likely to succeed. Succeed. Look at me now. Actually, look I was at about me to now. Say that. I don't think I was most likely to succeed. And I know a bunch of my high school people are Watch still me. around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't even think I have deep like relationships with with high school people. No. Um. I have three friends that I still talk to from high school rarely but I'm not rarely as in like I don't talk to them that often they just live in a different state so it's right. we connect through Instagram and stuff but only really three friends um I do follow a bunch of them on you know uh Instagram and stuff like that and and if y'all are listening you're one of the three I promise <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah no I uh you know, I'm trying to think back. I'm like, who was most likely su to succeed? I'm going to have to go look that up. Yeah. I don't remember, honestly, yeah. on that situation. High school is kind of a blur. Have you ever seen those things where, like, if you could do high school again today, would you? Absolutely not. Well, okay, do I get to do it with all the knowledge that I have now? If I can do it with all of the knowledge I have now, absolutely, yes. I am inventing the iPhone. I am inventing, <laughs> like, I would... I, I would bet on sports teams. I know who's winning the Super Bowl. Like, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I would do that. Not for the high school aspect of it, you but know. for everything you've now learned and the different route that you would take. Oh, now. absolutely. I'm not, I'm, the high school football games, absolutely not. Catch me nowhere near there. Because, <laughs> um, like, I've already done that. And then also, like, I have the brain of a 33-year-old. Oh, crap, I said my age. I have the brain of a 33-year-old, <laughs> but, like, the body of an 18-year-old. So, like, I don't know. That's weird. I'm not attracted to you, 17-year-old child. Like, I'm just here to make my money right now. So. <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> they're like, but you're 17, too. It's like, yeah, I know, but. My maturity level. I'm just else. so mature, you know. <laughs> I'm just way too. I've seen too many things. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I, I may have to go down memory lane and open up a yearbook. It's funny because, um, yeah, it's 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 a wild ride. Um, also, um, I'm actually. <laughs> 
So they all of our yearbooks had themes, and my favorite one was there's one that was a website theme. So they made the entire yearbook look like a website. And, like, it's funny that, like, they made a URL at the top, and it was, like, not even what a URL is. I was like, that's that's not a URL. That's, <laughs> that's not. Um, well, that was the beginning of internet, I'm sure. <laughs> it was the beginning of internet. Back in my day, we put WWW in front of every year. I don't know what this HTTPS thing is, but I don't know why I just sounded like that. <laughs> All right, I think we're running out of time, but uh, any yes. last words? I mean, honestly, you guys make a connection between now and next week and, and drop us a, a DM. Let us know anything. Follow us on LinkedIn. Live, laugh, learn. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. (laughs) This has been a Rogue Media Network production.